The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It's 3.39. Coming up, you know who we're talking to? Dave Hunter. Dave Hunter. Not just right this second, but we will be shortly. Uh, This is, of course, all about... uh, You've heard, I'm sure, this story, if you listen to Chet all day long or in parts, uh, the National Hockey League Uh back in 2007... uh, Sorry, the National Hockey League's 2017 Centennial Celebrations uh, included uh, 3.6 million ballots cast by NHL fans voting to determine who the greatest NHL team of all time. And it was an Oiler team, uh, the 84-85 Edmonton Oilers, of which Dave Hunter was a member. And uh, they have a very special event that's going to be uh, taking place at Rogers Place coming up in February. So we'll talk to Dave about yeah, that. It's called uh, Centennial Greatest Teams. Centennial Greatest Teams. There you go. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk yeah, to him coming up. Get the details about how you can attend. It's going to be very popular, I'm sure, as all Oiler functions are that in a few minutes where would you like to go right now i was bad eh? i said dave hunter isn't that isn't that the name of the mascot you did say that i was a little taken aback hunter is the name of the mascot mm-hmm. but not they, dave, no, dave hunter. hunter like he's won three three stanley cups the oilers that's correct he's had a he's had a good run since his uh, days with the sudbury wolves that was his the sudbury wolves yeah Anyway. The Sioux Greyhounds. Uh, different team. Yeah, Kresge played with them. Uh, yes, he did. <clears throat> he went to Sir James Dunn High School in Sault Ste. Marie. Who did? Wayne Kresge. Oh, I did not yeah. know that. Went to All school right. with my volleyball coach. <laughs> there you go. Randa. Um, I, do I have enough time for this? For which one? The toys. Uh, yeah, we can probably uh, get through it here. It, it, this story comes up every year, but I like the other part of this story. So every year, the National Toy Hall of Fame announces the candidates and the winners as the best toys of all time. Um, they're chosen on the advice of historians, educators... There's a process that begins with nominations from the public, and in order to make the Hall of Fame, uh, toys must have inspired creative play across generations, uh, have historic and modern mm-hmm. versions, uh, you know, and so on and so forth. So they have to have had uh, a huge impact. Uh, this year's finalists were the board games Risk and Clue, the Magic 8-Ball, Matchbox... Love the 8-Ball. Never understood the purpose of that. Uh, Matchbox Cars, loved those. My Little Pony... Uh, the paper airplane, which I just bizarre, uh, Pez candy dispenser, play food, which by the way love play food. Yeah, it's, it comes in a plastic package. And it's all the different food, and then you open up the package, and it goes with your daughter's, you know, kitchen set or whatever. Play food. Huh. Um, Transformers, the card game Uno and Wiffle Ball. Those those sand. By the way, I've, did I mention sand? sand? Yeah, uh, play food and sand. How does that go into the Toy Hall of Fame? How does fame? How does to- sand? If sand qualifies for the the Hall of Fame for toys, you, it's so shocking that it's not in there already. Then everything should. Yeah. What about air? What Kids about, love playing with air. What about worms? 
Um, I yeah yeah I can't tell you the number of times I played with worms exactly. on a rainy day yeah. in elementary school. Uh, so the winners only three advanced mm. out Who of all is of it? those. Uh, can't believe this. Sand didn't do it. Uh, um, the new group. Where's the winners? Oh yeah. Clue. Clue. Paper airplanes, and the wiffle ball were the winners. I think I played Clue once in my entire life. Is that the one, you know, it was, you know, Mr. Mustard with the... Colonel. He's a colonel. Oh, cur- cur- You should know that. I should know that. <laughs> colonel Mustard with the candlestick in the library. Okay, that one, yes. Yeah. The wiffle ball was invented, in fact, by an ex-pro baseball player whose son didn't have enough room in the backyard to play baseball. Okay. So he... Wanted to practice it in? Yeah, so he took round plastic yeah. and drilled holes in it, and the air caused the ball yeah. not to go too far. And when you swung and missed the ball, it was called a whiff. So he actually developed a game to go with the wiffle ball. So I'm surprised... Wiffle the, balls are fun. Yeah, sure, they're fun. What was the other one I said? Paper airplane. How does paper... Because to this day, you get a room of... Guys together. Yeah, that's fair. Few drinks. Yeah. Um, and um, some paper could mm. be a menu. Could be the rundown of events. And there are paper airplanes being made and tossed about the room. That's fair. Or any grade 10, 11 math class. Or you know what? My, I remember as a kid, my dad and my brother and me doing that and trying to you know, okay, how do you make it go further? Let's make it look more yeah, like yeah. a lighter. Yeah, or gen- make it twist to, and know, turn exactly. and do loop de loops. Yeah. And how do you do it? And what? I know, guess it's just the fact that on there or what? Maybe it, I'm I'm swayed by the fact that nobody actually invented, like nobody sold paper airplanes, right? Oh, I think you probably buy a paper airplane kit. Well, somebody's making money on exactly. air. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody is making the money. And you know what they sell right next to it? A box of sand. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you want to really invest, dirt. <laughs> we'll continue the conversation coming up. We need to take a quick break here. Uh, on the line, Dave Hunter will talk about the Centennial Greatest Team event coming up right after this. Well, you just heard the commercial for it. There's a great event coming up in February. And as a little bit of background, as we've mentioned before, the um, NHL's 2017 Centennial Celebrations is a part of it. Over 3.6 million ballots were cast by NHL fans in a vote to determine the greatest NHL, NHL team of all time. And... It was announced in the summer that the 84-85 Edmonton Oilers were the recipient of that honour. Dave, joining us now on the phone, a member of that team and the team uh, in the 80s in general, Dave Hunter. Hey, Dave. How are you doing? Not too bad. You'll have to remind me, uh, was that the season that the Oilers started the first 15 games undefeated? Yes, it was. I, and you know, you're going back a long ways. I forget, though. <laughs> 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 I have to check that. that. <laughs> hey, I, I yes, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that was at that. Yeah, it was '85. I think. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So now, of course, you were on that team. You won three Stanley, Stanley Cups yeah. with the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Do you remember that particular season and how you did individually? Well, I was playing with uh, Kevin McClellan and Pat Hughes. I'm very fortunate to play with them and very fortunate to be on, on that team. <laughs> <laughs> i, I got to say that, too. And, that, uh, but, uh, yeah, I remember that year. What You know, we had Pat Hughes had, you know, I think he had 28, 29 goals. And, you know, Kevin, and I don't know exactly what Kevin, but Ken, I had 
22 that year, right? So it, uh, I said, I told my mom I stick camel through the team, but half <laughs> off my leg, right? <laughs> Actually, Dave, I think you had 22 the season before. I think you had 17 <laughs> that year. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. got your oh, Wikipedia 17. page. Yeah, I'm looking at your Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Dave, yeah. What, what was it about that team, that 84-85 that team looking back on that made it so special? What was it? I just think because mostly, you know, the big challenge was, you know, that first cup. And, and, and then when you went on to the 85 cup, it was just, you know, you had a breakthrough, you know, what it takes. And I think, well, I think mostly it's because all of us care for each other. And you still, and you still do. You still do. It's amazing to see. It's amazing. I know. And then it just, you've seen it, you know, with even when, when, Dave Semenko passed away. Mm-hmm. Everybody, as many people they could make it, showed up, and how everybody's behind each other. And I think that's the main thing. Where everybody, they everybody got along. Everybody liked each other, and and you cared for each other. And I think that's a big part of the team, right? <laughs> and and that went right across the lines of talent, didn't it? I mean, the yeah. you know, there was no you know special treatment of the stars, and you had a lot of them. I was very fortunate to play with all them stars. <laughs> I always said that. I always said, you don't realize that, really, uh, Jalen and Andrew, that that after you've done your career, you look back, right? Mm-hmm. And you say, who oh, was I lucky to play with all them good players? <laughs> and you really, sometimes you are, because you know the right stance and us guys on the third and fourth lines and and we were very fortunate to play with so many great players and and uh, and you really look at it after and i think a lot of us do that too because you don't you meet sometimes you almost take it for granted when you're that age right it, it goes by too fast i would imagine dave <laughs> what's that Andrew? It, I, I would imagine it goes by too fast it goes by too fast before you know it you know you're almost sixty, like I am now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a uh, it was a privilege and very fortunate to you know to play with them guys and 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 everybody. I think the biggest thing too is with with teams too is that even if you're a check in line or you have to play with against the their goal scorers, you got to be happy doing that. Mm-hmm. Dave Hunter joining us on the phone. He's won uh, three Stanley Cups with uh, the Edmonton Oilers. There's a big event coming up in February. It's called the uh, Centennial Greatest Team event. Uh, February 11th, everyone will get together at Rogers Place and and relive that 84-85 year. You talk, Dave, you talk about uh, the other players. I'm curious to know as well um, about the the other leaders on uh, on that team, the the Glenn Sathers as a coach, Peter Pockington at that time as, as, as an owner and how they guided you and and helped develop this team as well. And well, Glenn and and John Muckler and Ted Green and and Peter Parkman, they were always be hundred hundred percent behind us. Some of us had to grow up over the years too, oh, yeah. right? We was especially myself. We were a little immature before, <laughs> <laughs> and so there was a there was a growing period where they stuck behind us and and they, you knew they had your back and it, we had a good you know with John Muckler, Ted Green, we had you know even our staff with with Barry Stafford and Sparky and Peter you know like a whole group um we had a great with trainers everybody was 100% behind us and you know and and Peter 
you can see, you know, lots, lots of stories over the years, but Peter was a great owner. He was 100% behind all the players, and, and he always had our back, too. Hmm. You know, we're uh, talking to you, of course, because we want to talk about this intimate evening that's coming up. But I have to ask, uh, over the years and in the heyday, in these years that we're talking about here, I ran into you guys all, all the, over time. the time. Yeah, uh, I've drunk from yeah. the Stanley Cup more than my, once. My yeah, husband yeah. has been a bouncer at many of the places right, where you guys right. were. Barry T's, I've yeah. run into you there. Um, yeah. These days, that's not the way it is anymore. Do you, yeah. do, do you, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Is it a necessity now that that the players be separated like they are? I, you know, you know, like it's funny. You get away from a little bit. You don't really realize, you know, nowadays if they are separated or not, but. I just knew back then we kind of grew up with, you know, I'm talking about the coaches and I'm talking about our office staff and um, everybody. We kind of, and the fans, especially the fans, we all grew up together, right? Almost mm-hmm. like the city itself, right? It was almost, right? you kind of, you know, because we all started when in 78 in the world hockey, yeah. right? Gratz did, and, and, and then Kevin Lowe came, and then we had all these guys coming, and we kind of grew up with them, and so everybody was 100%. Everybody was part of it, right? So yeah. it, it was kind of a a growing, well, I don't know, spurt, <laughs> a growing period, and then we all, and I think that's why it just... It, it just you know I mean, you got to remember the eighties too was tough times in the economy too right yeah a lot the of early eighties though yeah yeah <laughs> you know we that's why we had you know once in a while everybody had to take turns buying <laughs> 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 yeah 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 hey, okay guys you're having a tough time okay I'll buy <laughs> yeah that's awesome so, yeah it's what, what no I, I really believe that the support we had from the fans there were they're the best. I'm, I'm telling you, if you worked hard for in Edmonton, they are 100 percent right behind you all the time. Yeah. Hey, Dave, what can you tell us about this event coming up? How's it going to work? Do you have you been told the details? I haven't got all the Ooh. details yet. They just yeah, we're you know they I guess they're going to be sending out an email and and getting more details, but I don't. You guys like you know more than I do. Well, as far as we know, Dave, basically smaller, now that the team's intimate. right, it's going to be a smaller, intimate uh, sort of gathering of the Oilers yeah. alumni, and and I and I suppose because it's going to be so popular um, that the Oilers are introducing a ticket priority draw. So what you do is you can sign yeah. up now at no cost for the opportunity mm-hmm. to later purchase tickets. Today is the deadline. Today is the deadline. Wednesday, November fifteenth, seating will res- reserve. If you are successful in being drawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be $85 per seat. Uh, proceeds going to the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, as yeah, most of these yeah, things yeah. do. So if you go to the Edmonton Oilers website, you'll be able to see where you register to be in the oh, draw. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, that gives some of the people a chance to go, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Do you like those kind of events, Dave? I always liked the events. We used to go to all the events. You know, yeah. we, a lot of times back then, we, we got asked, you know, you got to know because we stayed there. You got to remember, too, in the summer, and, I, and a lot of people, a lot of our players back then stayed all summer in, in yep. Edmonton, mm-hmm. right? So that's why we got invited to all different events, even small communities outside. We used to go to Floyd Minister, Slave Lake, Fort mm-hmm. Murray, Grand Prairie. So we got involved because we stayed there all summer. Yeah. Most of the players did. Back yeah, then, huh? I think that's a big thing. A lot of times, the players today that you know is is because Edmonton's a great city, where but they they go back home, right? Yeah, 
where they come from. But we all, like a lot of us, all stayed in the community. So we got to know so many people, right? Absolutely. Do you know, I can't remember yeah. which oiler it was, but talking about Barry T's, and I was in the line to, to drink out of the Stanley Cup, but all you boys were there. Like, all of them were there, mm-hmm. right? And I get up yeah. to the front of the line, and uh, whoever was there, and it was like Samanka or somebody like that, like it was one of the tough yeah. guys, eh? And whoever it was, they asked me, like, oh, are you a big Oilers fan? And I was like, oh, I'm actually a Flames fan. <laughs> and uh, whoever it was said, well, you better take a big drink. This may be your only chance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, that would definitely be Dave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he would have said that. Uh, oh, that's great. Well, oh. you know, Dave Hunter, we're looking forward to seeing you uh, in, in February uh, for this oh, event. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to give us a I show today. Want- yeah, one thing I wanted to say, I, I got to give a lot of credit to, you know, Bob Nicholson and Kevin Lowe and all the Oilers staff. And and Barry didn't want me to say this, but I'm going to say Barry Stafford and everybody, <laughs> there, they did a great job on the alumni. And I we all appreciate all the alumni, guys. Awesome. Thanks, Thank you so much, Dave. And again, we'll hope Thanks. to see you in February. Thank you. All right. Take care. Take care. Dave Hunter joining us on the phone this afternoon. And again, so the net proceeds from this event going towards the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, which is going to establish a legacy endowment fund in the name of Dave Semenko, who, of course, passed away earlier this year. My goodness. Um, So, yeah, February, the deadline's today to get in on those, uh, the opportunity to purchase those uh, tickets, those priority tickets. Good luck. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.